Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Adam Balderstone, and we're going to talk about World Enough in Time, the most recent episode of Doctor Who. Uh, Adam, what did you think of this episode? Oh, I thought it was a really nice atmospheric episode, and uh, it, it was good enough that it, it managed to get past the fact they'd given away the big surprise about the master and the Cybermen coming back and stuff. And they'd save that like it was supposed to be a surprise at the end, but you know, everybody knew, but it worked anyway, just because, you know, it was, it was a genuinely creepy episode for a lot of the time, which you don't get enough. Yeah. I really liked this episode a lot. I thought it, um, like for all the reasons that you said, and they did, they did give away a lot of the, spoilery stuff which i think the episode would have had it more impact if they hadn't but i guess i don't know maybe it's just impossible to to keep that stuff under wraps now i don't know Mm -hmm. Um, though there was there is i don't know if we should i guess we're gonna have to talk about what happened in the episode so we shouldn't worry about uh glossing over it so if uh if you're listening you haven't seen world enough in time maybe stop and watch it before listening to this because i'm going to talk about something that happens but there is the spoil the 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 surprise of um of what happens with with bill potts becoming uh a cyberman Um, yeah so that you know that's and and not just that but it's like a one-two punch you get the uh you get she she gets shot and there's like a giant hole in her body and then you know then they repair her and you think oh maybe she's gonna get out of this somehow and then at the very end she's uh you know she's converted um, yeah, yeah, they kind of they kind of uh, played with you because they gave her the partial conversion where she just kind of got the chest plate early on, and it was like you know for, when they first grab her like oh they're gonna try and turn her into a Cyberman and then when they did the whole chest plate thing it's like oh they copped out on it they're not you know really gonna do it and then they did it so yeah. that was uh, that was a, a good way to go about it and I mean yeah. I guess it's entirely possible they cop out and do something. You know, there could be something that happens in the next episode. Oh, yeah. I I kind of doubt that only because we already we know we have the doctor's regeneration coming up or it seems we do. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like um, I feel like it's not going to it's not going to be a whole lot of consolation anyways if they get uh, if they get Bill back somehow. So I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't see them doing it this time. This feels like yeah. a thing. This, this is a time in the show when they could do something, you know, bad though, without a doubt. Um, if they're going to kill off a like, kill off, but at least uh, write out a companion, now's the time to do it. No, that's true. Yeah. And and I mean, you know, again with these two parters, you never know. Like we we both loved the first part of um of the three part of this season a lot, and then. The, the second two we didn't I like know. so so we, i don't want to get my hopes up too much um but the cybermen in this were especially creepy too you know that yeah i i really like uh and this is like uh um uh, what are they the mondasin cybermen the mondasin yeah. cybermen um yeah. that that i like that, that they're more human and i think that's a lot they look a lot scarier to me than the um than the metal cybermen um, i agree i agree yeah, it's that kind of surgical bandage bandage effect they've got going on their face and stuff is uh is very creepy. And and but, I did see in the preview that they have the 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 metal Cybermen coming in next episode. So uh, mm. I don't know. I kind of was hoping that they would keep these guys in the whole way through because it's I I really think these are much more effective than yeah. the than the the more soldiery Cybermen. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, I, I uh, 
the, I, I thought the, uh, the, like I said, the Bill Potts conversion was the one big twist. And uh, it's interesting that you've now had the master turn one of the doctor's companions into a Cyberman. And Clara briefly got turned into a Dalek by, the, by Missy uh, a oh, couple that's... seasons ago. So, <laughs> actually, it was probably one season ago. It just feels like a couple of seasons ago. But uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of an interesting running theme she's got going at the moment. But <laughs> well, and it's it was also interesting when they did reveal the 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 master's return. And I'm not. I mean, I mean, the preview kind of gives us some indication, I suppose. But I thought the ending. You know, I wasn't really sure what was going on if she uh, if she was working with the master or if the master was maybe, you know what I mean? It was it was a little yeah unclear to me. Yeah, I have no clue. I mean, Missy is not someone who's very predictable. So, you know, is she is, did she go over with him or is she pretending she's going along with him? Or am I just, you know, is it just her general gleefulness of crazy stuff happening? <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, it's really hard. To, it's really hard to know. Um so, but yeah, I thought, I thought that their interaction was interesting. I thought that, uh, uh, I thought she was very good this episode. And also, I mean, this is totally off the subject, but I've mentioned I Claudius a lot. And so I want to bring this up one, one last time. <laughs> um, she would make an excellent Livia and I Claudius. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, she, not only does she, I forget the, uh, the actress's name who played her, who is incredible, but she yeah. has that same look and just that's that, that's uh, that same charisma that uh you know that i think few people have to pull off a role like that um the the only downside would be that she's um maybe too close to the original livia um but but i was thinking about that when i was watching this episode that you know if they you know and i know that i know that that, that somebody's bought the rights to i claudius so i would i would like to i would like to advocate for her being cast as livia if they uh yeah last i heard hbo had the rights and uh they were gonna have the people that did rome do it but i think that was like five years ago now yeah so I'm a little little pessimistic I, <laughs> i've been hearing that forever and number one rome like was you know there was like a stage fire or something in the you know and that that wrecked the whole series and uh i don't know um, I lo- I liked the show Rome, but uh, mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully, if they do I Claudius, they'll they won't have any any anything like that going on. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I would, I would, yeah. I mean, I Claudius. It's like it's not like the old one isn't fantastic, but it's it's just a good enough story that I'd be I'd be okay with it being done again. I think well, you could still do something interesting. With the it. other the other thing is, as much as I like I Claudius, and I know we're getting a little off the point, but as much as I like it, <laughs> um, it's not an easy show to get people to watch that are younger. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like I a do. very old show, and it, you know, it, if you grew up watching shows that have that pace and that sort of stagey atmosphere, it's not a problem. But if you didn't grow up with it, I think it's like a very sort of wow, this feels old. Um, I I really like it, but I but I have noticed that it's harder to get people to watch it. Um, and so a newer a new version that maybe gets people interested it might be like doctor who where people will start going back and watching the older ones because they're familiar with it via the new one um and obviously the books are still available so people can read those and um but I, but i think the show is even better than the books to be honest with i claudius 
Um, I've sort of gone back and forth, but I really think the show. Yeah, I just, think so. You know, was was the, I mean, the books are fine, but the show just uh, some the, the performances and the writing is so spot on. And actually, the books, the books aren't as intimate as the show is. The show has a, a, a lot of dialogue and a, a lot of the stuff that's you know extended dialogue sequences in the show in the books was just you know sort of descriptive. This is what happened, kind of a thing. So. Um, sure. So I think you kind of get more immersed in it in the show. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Uh, also, this episode was very rife with body horror. Um, yes. And <laughs> it was very effective. I, I thought this, uh, just everything from her getting, like the moment that she got blasted through the, 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 the chest or wherever, it was like right in her solar plexus, I guess, is where she got hit. Um, yeah. And and I noticed that they had she had a little patch on her chest that said "Wow," which was like right next yes. to the blast hole. So <laughs> like, that was too. a nice touch. Um, but uh, but from that to getting the chest plate to seeing the people in the recovery room in in the hospital, and then the, the part that I loved is when she goes in there and the, the person's just hitting the button and he keeps saying "pain, pain, pain," and. And the nurse comes in, and it looks like she's giving him medication to make the pain go away, but she's just turning the volume down volume on them. Down. I <laughs> and know. Then, and then she realizes that all of them have their volumes down, and she goes over and turns another one up and is like, please kill me. Um, and it was one of those uh, – Moffat's really good at this kind of horror, I feel. He did it – like, he did it with the um, – it, it I think it was the other Cyberman episode where they had the white noise – and everybody was saying, please don't burn me um, because of the you know, cremation. Um, and the whole the whole reveal was that uh, we feel paid after we die. Um, oh, yes. Yes. Uh, you know, that, it was that kind of a thing. I thought I thought this was a very effective sort of horror and body horror uh, episode. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was very, uh, very impressive in that regard. It's uh, and uh, but yeah, I. Uh, as far as other things, obviously, there's the master's disguise, which I I did not pick up on until the scene when you know he when he was with Missy. The second he and Missy were in the same room, I like immediately feel like, oh, of course. Yeah, that's but, where I got it too. Yeah, but yeah, I uh, I, I didn't get it, and uh, partially it was. Uh, you know, I don't know if it was deliberate or not, but I kept thinking of this character in Babylon Five called Zothras, who's this one who lives like on the planet that Babylon Five rotates around, and uh, and he, it sounded like it kind of felt like they were doing an homage to that character to some degree, but okay. I, which I I may just be inventing, but because there's also the connection too. Once once I realized it was the master, it was funny because. Uh, Zothras, the machine he operates on the planet is effectively a time machine. So there's like multiple versions of him running around at the same time okay. that are the same person from different time periods. I, so, I, I, I've only got bits and pieces of Babylon 5 and I've been meaning to watch it forever. And I'm, mm-hmm. I really got to get to it before it like come. I don't even know if it's still on Netflix, but before it comes off of whatever platform I have available yeah. to me. Um, but but yeah, it's I, I it, it's going back to shows that are are really rewarding, but you know can be tough to get people into because they they look pretty old now. It's 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 high on that list. It's like 
you know, it's it's a tough sell, but I, I I think it's a great show in a lot of regards. Well, I don't think I don't think it being old is a problem. I mean, that came out you know in the '90s when like Next Generation was around, and it looks very sort of Next Generationy to me in terms of mm-hmm. the aesthetic of the of the filming and the and the sort of locations. Um, yeah, and so I, I have no issue with that. Uh, I kind of I kind of like that that aesthetic for science fiction, so I'm fine with it. I I yeah. just you know it's just one of those things I just haven't delved into it i'm sure when i do i'll enjoy it based on what people have said um i had a friend who used to watch it religiously and whenever he was at my house if babylon 5 came on he'd have to go and watch it and uh and i would just go do something (laughs) else because i wasn't i i hadn't caught the wave so um, yeah i got in late it was uh it was our mutual friend robert that uh uh, got me into babylon 5 i uh I, I, I know it's like I, I had a lot going on at the time and I, I, I didn't watch season one or two. And then I was over at his house. I came by his house and he had it on. And it's like it was like Andres about 10 minutes in the background. I'm like, wow, I got to check this show out. And then I was I was on board. Yeah, I've, I've had way too many people recommend it to me to not think that it's worth checking out. Um, but uh, but anyways, I, you know, I'll be on the lookout for that character for sure. Now that you brought that up. Um, yeah, he's but, he's not he's not like a regular cast member. He's just like someone that pops up from time to time. But like I said, I I could just be over you know over examining it. But it felt like that was deliberate. So that that distracted me from the fact it was the master. Because I'm like, are they are they referencing Babylon Five here? Um, but I I had the same thing where I didn't pick up on it until he and Missy were together, and I felt like I should have because it was so obvious that he was wearing like he was I mean I. I the, your first thought when you see the character is what bad makeup and then and then <laughs> yeah. you slowly start to realize well maybe it's not makeup but i i really should have picked up on that and i feel like i didn't um and i'm wondering how many people had that reaction to it because um i mean it was kind of obvious but i just didn't i don't know why i didn't pick up on it um and in hindsight it's painfully obvious um I know. So, but... especially since that's the master's thing the master loves to show up i mean they they haven't done as much in the new series but in the old series this thing was he'd always show up with some ridiculous disguise yeah so... and, and i i think maybe because he was such a ridiculous character i was just focused on that and so i did i, I just yeah. missed him but uh he had the funny accent and he he was uh uh you know talking a little bit weird like in the way that he described things and so um and but yeah, so, uh, and also that was really diabolical of him to like, uh, uh, you know, befriend Bill that way only to betray her years. Down. She was down there for years. To, I know. You know, having tea with her every morning and then just, uh, you know, bringing her in, you know, without her knowledge to, uh, to be converted like that. It's um, a long range betrayal there. Yeah. I, uh. And I, you know, once, once I once I realized it was the master later on too, it, re- it was really funny to me. Like with his love of disguises, the fact he even has the ridiculous like burglar disguise on top of his disguise at one point. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, the disguise oh, within the disguise. And even says you saw right through my disguise. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And it's kind of like, like I mean, that's, that's what, really funny in hindsight. Yeah, when I watched the episode a second time, it was all you know, like he's practically winking at the camera when he says that. You know, I know. And. and uh, <laughs> And I love all oh, the nurse, the big nurse that's like just you know, <laughs> yeah, controlling things. Um, and that the surgeon, this guy playing the surgeon, is really creepy. It was just this was just the cast, and this was great. Just yeah. everything worked. And he and he got the right. The surgeon got the right thing because he's just friendly enough 
that it like balances out the sinister aspects of it. You know, he's like, <laughs> it, it, was, it just made it even more creepy. Um, and I yeah. loved the concept of the ship being sort of trying to get away from the black hole and time moving at a different rate at the top of the ship from the bottom of the ship. I thought that was a lot oh, of fun. Oh yeah. That, I mean, that, I mean, that's the heart. That's what makes the episode work, but it's a, it's a, it's, you know, it's a, it's a fun concept. And, uh, and it's you know it's nice it's nice in the it, and it's firmly in sort of the science fiction realm. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty rare these days for a Doctor Who to actually do something that science fictional, but it's it's a very cool concept. So I was yeah I was really I really enjoyed it. and I thought it was such a good concept that you almost didn't you almost took it for granted. Do you know what I mean is that kind of? It's true. But, yeah. <laughs> um, and 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 the way that they wove that in with i mean so like the ship at the, on the on the upper level where time is slow is actually quite new looking and and sort of has a you know like a lot of gloss yeah. and uh you know looks very very futuristic and then as, the, as you get lower into the ship it starts to look more like our world and i at first that's disorienting but then when you find out the reason that there's this time gap between them and that the lower level i forget if it's the lower or the top level but the level that moves faster has had all this time to evolve and for things to decay and sure. and so it's just interesting it's a, um it's a really yeah. it was a really cool juxtaposition um so i i uh, you know there, there were just so many things about this episode that i liked and and also it it it, it harkened back to like when i think over doctor who and go back in my head to all the th moments i really like about doctor who i feel like this was hitting a lot of the similar things do you know what i mean it's sort of like it's just like all the things about doctor who i like this seemed to be kind of getting at so yeah yeah it feels like you know moffat's really been saving stuff up for his grand finale here and uh <laughs> now what did you think of the whole doctor who conversation at the beginning where they were talking about his name i like that a lot i mean that that definitely up another thing about the episode the way it starts on such a goofy comic tone that was just really it's like wow this is going to be like a really light comedic episode that it sets up before it instantly goes dark but uh it uh yeah i i, I enjoyed that a lot i i thought i thought you know uh i thought missy was was just hilarious in that just the fact she's really playing off the fact yeah she grew up with the doctor she you know she's not impressed by him at all he's just this it's like yeah I, I know i know what he was like when he was a dumb little kid but uh that was just a nice touch to the whole thing but uh yeah what did you think of it i i mean i enjoyed it i thought it was better that remember they had the whole storyline before about the doctor's name and i thought this was this one little moment was a lot more enjoyable than that whole story yes so <laughs> i was like well you know that's the way to do it like that because that basically address i mean it was kind of head-on but it's it's like the you know it kind of is better than sort of i don't know i just the other storyline with the name meandered i didn't a lot. like that at all and missy was... just kind of got right to the heart of it with with that the, you know and and she does that sort of thing well um so you know it's a very good character to have in that kind of a scene um but you also said something about the contrast between the humor at the beginning which it had a lot of it i remember thinking like is this like a little too light like it felt like almost too funny for doctor who um, yeah, but I think it worked well because that that 
that contrast between what you're feeling at the start of the episode to your feeling at the very end of the episode is so night and day, just like the contrast between the two ends of the ship, um, that it, 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 it makes it work even more. Um, it's sort of like, I, I realized when Bill got shot, one of the reasons why it was so horrifying, because she's not the only character to take it through the chest like that. Clara got got it you know and i liked clara a lot it's as true. a companion but i wasn't stunned when that happened to her i wasn't horrified i was horrified when it happened to bill and the reason why is bill is like a light bulb she's such this bright character who's so yeah. optimistic and to have her character take this dark uh have this dark conclusion was you know was 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 kind of horrifying and so I feel like they made really good use, of, like they made really good use of Missy. They made really good use of Bill. I hope it's permanent because I think it's a, um, I think it's a really compelling. It makes her so much better as a companion when you look at the complete season. Do you know what I mean? Like it yeah. just, it, it it puts her way up there as one of my favorite companions. And 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 I think that's impressive because, like we were saying at the start of the. Uh, uh, season when I first saw clips I was kind of like oh man she's going to be like a goofball or so like I just wasn't feeling it and no, and she really won me over and and I really like I don't you know normally you're not that moved when a character dies like you know you're supposed to be but you've seen this stuff so much and yeah and so like even as much as I liked Clara I wasn't that moved when she died when 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 she got shot I was I was really moved and then when she turns into a Cyberman it's like even worse because it's like, oh, yeah. she, if she'd only just died rather than become a Cyberman. Um, <laughs> so, so I think this was a really powerful episode. I also think the music played a big role in that. There was a lot of music. Um, I feel like I've heard this music in other episodes or other things. I don't know if there were, I don't know where the music came from, if it was all original, but, um, but I liked they were doing the, some of the scenes had this music that was sort of like this swelling dramatic music that that really elevated the scene. But there were also yeah. these like uh, sort of old school. Uh, I don't know what you would call it, but like um, uh, like uh, atonal sounding uh, arpeggios that were just uh, sort of tr trying to make you uncomfortable and disoriented. And and I, I liked the music throughout the episode for that reason. Um, oh, I need to watch it again and pay attention to the music. I was I was I was just you know I was just involved enough in this episode that I wasn't I wasn't abstractly paying attention to the music this time, which is odd because I usually do. But uh, well, and I so might be like, describing it incorrectly, but like um, but like pay, like those two aspects of the music are what I picked up on. There's sort of this like uh, like you know in the in the older uh, you know, like the TV series from like the seventies and stuff, you get the horns yeah. that are sort of all over the map and they're like, not really, they're not really making melodic sense. They're kind of, they feel almost like just like dissonant random notes at times. There were moments yeah. like that uh, where it really kind of, you know, it, it was during the, like, I think, I think they were doing it during the scene when she was about to be converted and a couple of other scenes like that, where there were these revelations arising. Um, but then there was sort of the slow swelling music, and I like the, the again the contrast of that. Um, you know, like the uh, you know one one music is one of the styles of music we were hearing is very soothing and very evocative, and the other style is just very sort of like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Um, 
and, and the whole episode kind of had these contrasts in it like that so um, yeah yeah that's that's a good point it is part of the overall contrast within it and uh because yeah i mean because yeah basically the, the the tone that was going on in the uh at the top kind of stayed through the episode when they keep flashing back to the uh scene that was slowly slowly happening above them but uh yeah, I uh, man, I, I but like I said, it's it's interesting about the music because I'm usually pretty analytical about music and shows. But it says something about this episode that I was just enjoying it enough that I kind of, which isn't great when you're going to do a podcast on an episode. But I kind of turned off my analytical brain for this episode more than I had on I think any other episode this season. I I would I, agree with that. I did that too, and it wasn't until I watched it a second time that I started noticing a lot of the things that really, uh, uh, you know. Uh, sort of seemed to make it work for me. But I feel like th- this yeah. was a very, immer- you really got pulled into this episode and you just kind of, you know, you, it was an enjoyable episode. It was just a really enjoyable episode. And it, it, it it's not the kind of episode that needs to be broken down like that. Um, no, sometimes, no. sometimes you have to do that to the episodes because they, you know, there's not, they're not, they're, it's almost because they're not enjoyable. You feel the need to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, the worse an episode is, the more time I'll spend thinking about, you know, while I'm watching, I'm just, my, I'm not engaged. So I was thinking, oh, well, I, I'm looking for things to nitpick about. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the sets. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about the acting, you know, that kind of thing. But, and, uh, and, my, my, and, and no other episode this season completely just shut that, you know, part of my brain down like this one did. No, and I, I really, uh, I think you mentioned the black and white screen, the shot of the, uh, the sl- the slower part of the ship. I thought that was yeah. really cool. That, um, yeah. uh, and some, I didn't, I didn't, uh, you might've mentioned this. I might not have heard, but, um, and I, I read this online. I didn't even think of it myself, but it really does look like the old school Dr. Who episode when you see that, uh, <laughs> um, that shot. I hadn't thought and, about again, that. Well, well like again, that. some, I, I read somebody else talking about that. So it wasn't, even yeah, oh, yeah. Thought. yeah. Um, yeah. And I really need to start writing down where I see these things because I, I want to give people credit. Yeah. But somebody wrote wrote about it somewhere. And uh, and I, th- I was like, yeah, that, that, that makes total sense. It does look like an old sort of classic Who episode. And uh, and the and the Cybermen in this are sort of, you know, an old school uh, version of the Cybermen. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I said, I'm with you on being disappointed. They're going to have the more more metallic ones next episode it would be it would be cool just to, to stick with this design and and but, ba- yeah well i should say based on the previous it looks like we get these ones and we also get the metallic ones so i think it's um and i don't know how, you know it's hard to tell from the preview but i mean they yeah. do show some kind of battle involving these ones and so i don't know if maybe 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 what they're going to show is the the you know uh the transition i don't know um but uh, but also I guess the you know sort of like burying the lead here the show opens up with the doctor regenerating. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, or, and, we are we are definitely uh, getting away from that. And, yeah, that's that's interesting. They've still got the Christmas episode to do. So you know, are they are they going to leave? Are going to leave that hanging as a foreshadowing all the way through the Christmas episode, or are we? Is it going to be one of those false regenerations or what? I'm kind of curious. I think, so here's what I'm thinking. Either he's going to regenerate into a new doctor next episode at the end, and we'll find out who the new doctor is. Or That's possible. It's going to be like a prolonged regeneration, and that that snowy planet 
that he's on, which obviously is like suitable for a Christmas episode. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, good point. That that is gonna be we're gonna he's gonna he's gonna be regenerating during the Christmas episode, and that maybe we'll get the new Doctor then. I I don't know. It's a it's a difficult one to to see. Like maybe he's able to stave it off for a while. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he, he does scream no. Um, so I would, you know, so after watching that episode, now you're wondering, well, is he screaming because he's regenerating or is he screaming because of what happens right before he regenerates? Um, yeah, so- well, it's, it's noteworthy. He's completely alone too. He doesn't have Misty with him. He doesn't have, uh, any companion at all with him. It's just, uh, it's just him. So that's, uh, an interesting thing too. They're not giving away, you know, what happens with anyone else. So, so it, 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 it definitely seems a bit gloomy if he's on his own <laughs> um, yeah it, it doesn't it doesn't uh, uh my hopes are not high for for uh, a happy ending for missy and the master or at least i don't th- i either either they're going to perish or they will be the opposite of redeemed i don't know um yeah but mm-hmm. uh you know for all we know they're the ones that send him on that path to regeneration um <laughs> but uh but yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. But I thought that was a very interesting way to start the episode. Um, it was. It was. Yeah. And I, yeah, another interesting thing. I got to admit, my uh, my brain kind of uh, when when they after after Bill got shot, we kind of jumped back to that earlier scene. And for a second, you know, it's like we st- we first had the regeneration scene. Then we had the scene of uh, of of Missy and her you know, companions arriving on the uh, space station. Then we had the scene of him talking to Bill about redeeming Missy. I thought, wait, is this, are they going to do that format? You know, the Pinter format where you do, do every, every scene goes further back in a story in time. But at that point they stopped doing that. But I thought, I thought we were going to have like a backward story with each, each subsequent scene being earlier. Yeah, and, uh, and that stuff I wasn't too. I mean, I think that's the only part of the episode I wasn't that into. I think um, I didn't mind the flashback. Yeah, the flash. I just felt like it was. Um, I I I wish that they had either planted that in a previous episode or just didn't bother. Um, mm-hmm. I understand why they did it because they wanted to hammer home that like he told her that you know or she said like don't let me die, um, but it kind of gets to one of my annoying one of the things that annoys me about Moffat is I'd rather he plant these seeds way ahead of time than than retro it in. It was sort of like when they created the other version of um of uh uh River Song, the the that was the the best friend of um of uh of Amy. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that yeah. that to me was like, well, that would have been great if you had done that as the first episode of the season and then sprung the surprise on us. But you're, it's it's the, I know I've mentioned this before, but it's like the Family Ties episode where his best friend dies, and they write the best friend just for the episode where he dies. It, yeah, well, it was it was only it was only one season away from when Amy and Rory were first introduced too. So it's like, why didn't you stick that care? You know, if you, if you were already setting up this whole River Song one in season five, why didn't you have Mel show up in season five? You know, it's like you know that in the very they could have had her show up in that the eleventh hour. You know, the eleventh Doctor's first episode. If she was just some character in the background of that episode, it'd be like, oh, but. 
you know, it wasn't wasn't that far to plan ahead. You could yeah. have done it. Yeah, it just, <laughs> it just feels too patched on. So that was my issue with um with the flashbacks. Also, I felt like the flashbacks, I don't know, they just they just didn't. I I didn't feel they were necessary. I I, I mean, I could understand that scene had emotional weight without all that stuff. Um, I I think yeah. My the only thing I can think that they did it for was uh you know this season they tried to make it friendly to new viewers you know that was why they you know they jokingly called the first episode the pilot and so it was kind of a a reboot of the series and so because you got you got a lot of information about the doctor and his relationship to the master in that scene so i think that was a scene of hey if you if you still don't know who missy is and you don't know who the master is we're going to belabor it and explain it all All to you right now i i hadn't thought i hadn't thought of that angle so maybe that's maybe that's correct and that yeah, be, which made it, it did, did make it kind of clumsy, but it, you know, once again, it would have been better if they'd introduced it earlier. They've had all season talking about Missy, so you could have you could have dumped that information at a, a number of points in the season. But mm. so your point still stands. But yeah, because there have been a bunch of incidental scenes with her, with him, you know, on campus and stuff, and you know, there there are plenty of moments for them to have had that conversation. Um, exactly. So. But yeah, so that was the only thing that I thought was weak about it, and, that, and, that, and that's not even that big of a deal. It was like two seconds. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so I, uh, you know, and I, I really and I and I thought the way that the the gunshot happened worked well, where he was trying to talk the guy down, and he was kind of doing what he does, and yeah. and then it just didn't work. It just failed miserably. So you know the whole yeah. thing was like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna save you and then you're gonna thank me and wonder who I was. It was very sort of Lord Flash Hardy, um, almost <laughs> too full of himself in that moment, and then bang. So yeah, it's funny because you know it took him a while to get the guy's eye contact, and it, like once he had the guy's eyes contact, I'm like, oh, okay, he's got him now. He's yeah. gonna talk him down because you know by, by making it hard for him to get the initial eye contact. It, that was what convinced me it was definitely going to work. Cause you yeah. know, it's like, he's won the battle now, but uh, no. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so it's almost been 40 minutes and, um, uh, I think I want to, uh, uh, end the episode soon, but, uh, sure. I want, I wanted to, I wanted to introduce sort of on the fly, uh, another segment, which is any, anything that you're watching that, uh, you want to recommend to people or, you know, just, you know, anything if, yeah. if not, no worries, because I'm, I'm springing this on Adam. No, I'm, his, I'm on that. Plan, I, so. there, there's a lot of good good TV at the moment. I, uh, in, in this week, I've watched uh, the last, I've watched the season finale of both uh, American Gods and, uh, and season three of Better Call Saul. And I would highly recommend both of those shows to people. Okay. Um, We've and, talked uh, a lot about Better Call Saul, but I, we haven't talked about American Gods, which I have not seen yet, so... Definitely. Yeah, it's 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 based off the Neil Gaiman novel. It's uh, uh, which I have to admit it, I have not read. I um I I've been novel, meaning to read that my, one forever, but yeah, it's not my favorite Neil Gaiman. I mean, I I was a big Sandman fan back when that first came out, mm-hmm. and he's written, he's written a lot of good short stories, but uh, the, the novel it was a little shapeless. I I liked it, but I didn't love it. But uh, mm. the series is better than the novel. I would okay. say it's uh, it's it's actually able to take more time. I mean, 
a lot of people are complaining about the fact, oh, the story's moving so slowly. And I'm like, no, it's great. It's really digging into the characters. You're mm -hmm. getting like episodes that are like the entire background for a particular character that are flashbacks. And, and you know, which is driving some people are like, why won't the story move forward? I'm like, this, no, it's like they're, they've, they've already got more seasons, you know, approved. We're going to get to see the whole story. I'd rather take it time, it's time and really tell the story well. And, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying that. Uh, it's, uh, it, yeah, I mean, I, I can't really compare any other, other show to it. It's, it's just very unique. And, uh, the, uh, Better Call Saul, I, I think is, it just, every season gets better. I, I know a lot of people didn't get on board that, but I think, I think people that, you know, everyone that likes Breaking Bad, it's like, if you, you know, if you stick with it, you're really going to enjoy this show. It uh, okay, and it it does a good job of using the fact you know what's going to happen in Breaking Bad. You know, it's a prequel series if you don't know, and uh, it's I, I liked Breaking Bad a lot, and so I've been meaning to watch this one. But I also know that if I sit down and watch it, I'm probably going to plow through a number of episodes, and it's going to oh, you will time. So yeah, I've been, I've been <laughs> that's, 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 that's a reasonable expectation. Cause yeah, once it, once it gets going, you know, and it's, it's different than I expected. I expected it to be more comedic than it is. I mean, it, it is funny in the way that Breaking Bad is funny a lot of the time, but it's, it's genuinely as, as dramatic a show as Breaking Bad is. Okay. Or was. Yeah. I'll and, have to uh, check that one out. I'm going to have to, I mean, I'll have to go in the, uh, the watch list like uh behind babylon five but i i, I, I <laughs> yeah so, and uh oh, go ahead. but yeah twin peaks i'm watching twin peaks and that's amazing and that that i i'm really thoroughly enjoying it but it it is frustrating the hell out of some people and i can completely understand why it's okay. like it's it's lynch given 18 hours to tell a story and do anything you want with no interference from anybody so and it's I, I never really got on with the original Twin Peaks. I was, I mean, what what year did that come out? 80? Uh, 80, 90 it came out, actually. Oh, it was 90? So okay. it was, it was, it was, it came out, it came at the end of the season. It was a mid-season okay. replacement. So I, was, I must have been about 14, but I think for whatever reason, it just was not, I was not the demographic that was being uh, uh, yeah, advertised it, it, to. It's 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 different than the original series because it's a lot more it's a lot more like something like Mulholland Mulholland Drive mm -hmm. or uh uh you know it, it's or Lost Highway it's got that kind of vibe to it so yeah which is one thing that some people are like well they want it, they want it to be like Twin Peaks and it's mm -hmm. like well it is kind of like Twin Peaks but well Firewalk with me too is another one it's a lot it's similar to the movie Firewalk with me than the series so okay. it's it's frustrating some people that, that like the original but so, it's it's slow it seems like it's slowly morphing into being more like the series though like it's uh, i think it's six episodes in now maybe or seven i think mm -hmm. and and last episode was the first episode where inside the episode we actually got like twin peaks background music in an episode in a scene it's like oh we're, we're getting to twin peaks now it's becoming it's, it's it's morphing into twin peaks but uh but yeah i i think it's definitely worth checking out and uh and yeah let's see i'm, I'm I, I watched a lot of shows so you opened up a big can of worms here i'm watching fargo too at the moment i'm a few that's actually ended now but i'm a I'm a few episodes behind because there's so many good shows on now. And obviously okay. I have to watch Doctor Who every week. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's 
I'd say so. It's the weakest season of Fargo, but that's that's pretty faint, you know, faint criticism because it's the, the first two seasons were fantastic. And I, I have not seen the Fargo show yet either. I, I, I'm apparently I'm really not watching a lot of television, I guess. But um, I uh, always a bad thing. I uh, I saw the movie, but I haven't seen the the, the show. Only I, I guess when that first came out, I think there were a couple of other shows that they were doing something similar with. Like there was the the Le- Hannibal Lecter show, and the, Hannibal, I think there were a couple yeah. of other things like that. And I thought, oh well, we're just getting a bunch of. But apparently, people like the Fargo series. So um, yeah, yeah, it it, it the the. First two are fantastic and just have a nice coherency. And I, and I, I got to admit, I liked I liked the second second season got better as it went along. So it's still possible I'll get to the end of the season and be like, oh, it all really came together. But okay. uh, and I'm enjoying it. I, it's not. I just. I just. It's not as big a deal. And uh, but Hannibal was great. I, to say the guy who does American Gods is the same showrunner that did Hannibal. Oh, okay. And and Hannibal was amazing because it was incredibly gory and disturbing and it was on nbc and it's like oh, wow. i i didn't get into that show till it showed up on amazon prime later and i so i, I didn't watch it when it was broadcast but whole time like this was this was on nbc and, uh, of course now he's I mean, on they gotta catch up with the cable that's probably why you know like uh you know like with walking dead and shows like that on um amc yeah, you know, they've really got to uh, they've got to up their 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 blood game a little bit, you know. Um, yeah. So and I mean, it, they they really did up their game. I mean, it's so it's it's crazy. These things come in waves, and I I feel like we might be in like the midst of sort of a backlash against some of the blood and gore. I like blood and gore, but um, but I've sure. been sensing a little bit more of a sort of resistance to it lately, um, which I think kind of always comes and goes, but uh. Yeah, I I don't watch as much TV. I think at least not lately. I I I, I uh, a lot of times I will watch the uh, sort of tri- Chinese drama series and stuff like that. But the past couple of months I've been mainly watching a lot of movies. Um, so you know I've been watching a lot of martial arts movies and uh, one that I, I recently reviewed that uh, I thought uh, uh, maybe worth mentioning was um, uh, the Holy Version versus the Evil Dead, which is an old Donnie Yen movie from the nineties. Um, yeah, that was yeah, a pretty unusual one. I wasn't a big fan of it, but um, I, I was kind of hoping, you know, from the title for more more <laughs> wackiness than I got. Um, yeah, that's, not that, that it wasn't that title, wacky. The title promises a lot. Well, that's, that's well, all I can say. Evil, de- not in any way connected to the Evil Dead franchise, no. but that's more an issue of the translation of the title than. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. But a uh, big, you know, green-eyed demon guy who wears acid-washed jeans and a trench coat and is, um, you know, uh, you know, k- killing young women. And uh, and Donnie Yen initially takes the blame and then, you know, has to work with a Cambodian princess to, uh, to, uh, to stop her. It's set in the modern era. But when they go down to Cambodia, they're able to get a little bit of costuming in because of the, the location. And... Um, so the, yeah. the Cambodian princess has like a sword and stuff, but uh, but it was it was it was an okay. I mean, the the fight scenes were great. The fight scenes were absolutely stunning. But the 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 movie kind of had me bored a little bit at times. Um, yeah, I'll I'll be going into watching a lot more movies soon myself, just because all these shows I'm watching are wrapping up, and it's going to mm-hmm. be that summer dead time. Then I'm just going to go into movie mode. Well, I definitely have a lot of suggestions, but I also oh, I also yeah. started watching that show Glow. Uh, 
Which... I watched the first episode of that yesterday. You're right. I, I slipped my mind, but I did watch that. Now, what did you think of that show? What was your... Uh... My initial reaction was pretty skeptical because I, you know, there, there's, you know, it's the whole, the whole thing of, you know, TV shows or movies about struggling actors are usually kind of so <laughs> self-involved. It's like, yeah. it's so hard being an actor. And yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, it's like I used I used to act. So it's like on one level I can relate to a lot of the stuff. But on the other hand, it's like, come on, it's the equivalent of a writer writing a novel about, you know, a writer with writing block to it's, a degree. It's, you know, it's or, like, or like what was the Shyamalan movie, the the woman in the water. Oh like, yeah, that yes. That she's like the wor- I think the worst example of that in the history of anything I've ever seen. Um, yeah, but but what redeemed it for me was that they made her such a bad actress deliberately. It's like I've seen Alison Brie and other things, and she's a good actress. She's definitely not, you know, she's playing a bad actress. And it's like, okay, okay they're 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 having some fun with this. They're not they're not expecting us to be like, yeah, why is this great actress so underappreciated? It's like, yeah, she really is someone that you wouldn't wouldn't i i wouldn't cast in something (laughs) i mean so so who made the show was it um the people that did orange is the new black am i correct in yeah which i have never i have never got around to watching so So, i can't make comparison yeah so i i i started i don't normally watch series like this like orange is the new black has no i have no interest in that at all i I tried to catch a little bit of it does not work for me um yeah but Glow, I remember the show Glow from when I was a kid. And so I was listening to the radio the other day, and I forget the actor's name or the comedian's name, um, Mark. Mark Marin. Mark Marin. He, yeah. uh, he's got the What the Fuck podcast, and he, uh, yeah. he was on there talking about it. And I was like, wait, they're doing a show about Glow. Why would they do a show about Glow? Like, like I remember Glow. I remember yeah, watching, me I watched too. it all the time, me too. but like, uh, I didn't understand why they were doing a show of it. And then. I don't know. I kind of I like him as a as an interviewer on his podcast. Yeah. I'm not as big a fan of his com- comedy actually, but I I find mm-hmm. him an interesting guy. And something about him playing the schlocky director really worked for me uh, because it was I great. Watch- yeah, that was. Well, well, that's the kind of movies I used to watch when I was a kid. I like if 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 he were a real director, I would have been a fan of his movies as a kid. So <laughs> so the the idea of him having to make this glow show and me knowing glow and. I, I decided yeah. to sit down and watch it, and I was hooked. I was like, yeah, I, yeah. I watched the whole thing in two days. And uh, wow, okay, which, which for me is not normal. Like normally, I'll you know, I'll, uh, I'll I won't watch a show that quickly. And I would have watched it in a night if I didn't have other responsibilities. That I, <laughs> and like I was, I was pushing off things that I really should have been doing in order to watch some of this show. Um, so I really liked it, uh, and I think I I, I kind of had the same reaction. He was like, "Oh, okay, I don't want to see like a, you know, this, this actress lady." <laughs> I like that she was a bad actress. I also like that she was a bad person. Uh, yes, and they exactly. Don't, they don't shy, like she is like a selfish, horrible person. Um, yeah, and 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 they kind of and and the 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 Mark Marin character. He's sort of like a selfish, he's, horrible person. He's fantastic. Yeah, that was the other thing. Like I said, it started to win me over with her being a bad person and a bad actress. The second Mark Marin shows up in the show halfway through the episode, it's like, oh yeah, he was just perfect in See, that role. And I know he's got another <laughs> show on, which I haven't seen yet. So Yeah, um, I have not seen it either. Now, now I want to see it because I'm like, I mean, I, it might be one of these things where he just plays the same character all the time because he's good at it. Because um, mm-hmm. I don't think he's like an actor by training or anything, but uh, but no, he's very just... believable in that role. Um, yeah, 
<laughs> and so so yeah so I, and i and i enjoyed again i was not i'm not like a huge wrestling fan i watched wrestling as a kid so i watched it from like wrestlemania 2 up through the early 90s and then you know i, I basically lost interest when i realized it was fake um yeah, and, I uh, think I think the the only time I watched wrestling was, you know, I'd watched the WWF stuff, too. But it was like during the period when glow was on, it happened to be the exact brief period of time when I actually paid attention to wrestling. So. Yeah. And, and during that time, I was super <laughs> into it. It was like the greatest uh-huh. thing in the world. Like I remember when uh, what was who was the big fat guy that. Um... Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking about the ball. I, I know who you're talking about. Uh, it's it's most of this stuff's drained. King out of Kong Bundy, right? Was that it? Yes. When yes, King Kong okay. Bundy sent, and I'm going to do air quotes here, which you won't see in the podcast, but when he sent Hulk Hogan to the po- the hospital, I was devastated as a kid. I was like, oh my <laughs> god, the Hulk has been injured by you know that was that was that was just, I was crushed. It was, uh, and I don't think I felt that level of grief over a sporting event until Mike wow. Tyson lost to Buster Douglas, which at least was a wow. real A real fight. sport, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but at the time when Hulk Hogan was crushed by King Kong Bundy, I thought that, uh, um, that it was real. And, and, yeah. and, and I think King Kong Bundy even had this special move where it was like the, I forget what they called it, but it was the one where he jumped down on people and crushed them, and I think that's what he was supposed to have done. Um, yeah. But it's so long it's I can't remember. Yeah, it's funny because, like I said, I think we were watching wrestling at the same time, but I'm a few years older than you. So for me, it was like I was watching it like ironically. It's like, you know, oh, this is, you know, it was it was like well, a comedy show to me. And it's like, I, but if I've been a few years younger, you know, so it's, it's just kind of funny, funny the way that works. Well, and we were like at the age where like some people were starting to say it was fake and we were like, no, nah, it's not fake. You know, there was like that debate going on <laughs> yeah. at the school ground. And, and I, I was probably a little bit late. Like I was a little bit late to the Santa Claus thing too. Like yeah. I don't think I, I don't think I yeah, knew I was Santa Claus until like fourth myself. grade. So yeah. um, same thing with wrestling. I think I figured it out around I don't know fourth or fifth grade. But I, I continued to watch for a little while, and then but I just couldn't. I, I definitely, I definitely fell out around the time that Glow ended, and all you know, like around the time of the early nineties is when I definitely just couldn't do it done um, <laughs> but uh but yeah so so i really enjoyed the the glow show i was surprised i was not expecting to like it i was kind of checking it out so like glow i want to see what they're doing and i like the decision to to have it be all fictional people like they're based i agree they're I based agree. on on like they're definitely real characters that they're basing these people on because i remember uh what was her name mountain fiji like the um there's like a like one of the characters is definitely modeled after her and 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 and, and the russian character is definitely mm-hmm. modeled after the the russian woman um, yeah i, I so, forget her name but uh but yeah it, it, there's i think that's a good move too because you you really limit yourself when you decide we're going to do an actual biographical show now they can just do what they want and uh but yeah i probably would have if, if I had nothing going on yesterday, I could have just sat and watched that show all day based on the first episode. But, uh, I, but the other thing about it, too, is it feels like the 80s, but it doesn't feel like as hokey as some of like even Stranger Things. It's kind of like it's like up in your face, like look at Atari. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like they, like they're really yeah. sort of showing you like, isn't this weird? Um, but I, I feel like this is more for like I feel like Stranger Things is kind of 
on the one hand, there's the nostalgia for people like us that grew up with it, but they're also showing sort of the oddity of it to people that didn't grow up with it. And I feel like this yeah. is more for the people who were there and remember. And so, yeah, it's, 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 on, it's on the American side of the spectrum. The Americans said in the 80s and it's it's very convincingly said in the 80s, but it doesn't. You know, it, it, they're never indulging in it being the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and there's plenty of stuff like, you know, as the show goes on, you will see plenty of the cocaine and all that stuff. But um, yeah, but, uh, but that was there. But that so. was there. Like uh, <laughs> like the the Mark Marin character. One of my friend's dads looked like this guy, acted like this guy. He wasn't a director or anything like that. But there were a lot of people yeah. like that in the in the 80s. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the, the like like the stuff that Robocop is making fun of was it was based on real stuff. It wasn't um it No, wasn't that was like that was, that was the most realistic show about of the eighties, I yeah. think, was Robocop. But, uh, <laughs> well not movie, not show, but uh yeah, I it's funny, actually the first thing I saw of of Glow about a month ago, I saw an article and it just had this photo of the main character talking to Mark Maron, Mark Maron, you know, in this role. And I'm like, wow, Mark Maron just looks like he belongs in that time and place so yeah. perfectly. I have to give this show a look. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it definitely worked. And again, I mean, I watched the whole thing. I don't know if you'll enjoy it as much as I did, but as the show goes on, I think it really, like the characters are really compelling in this. You really get interested in, in like the, I mean, there's, there's, there's drama, but it's not, it's not, it's not so. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's it's not too over the top with the drama. There's a lot of like sort of melodramatic stuff, but it just doesn't feel saturated somehow. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I liked it. I really I really enjoyed it. Um, and I, you know I'd be interested to see what your opinion is of it as it goes on because they get way more into the wrestling too as they go. Um, yeah. And so that's another interesting aspect of it. Yeah, I like I like that they they've they've got it at a reasonable length too. I think it was like about forty minutes and a little bit more, which was a, a good length for the show. Cause... Yeah, and most of the episodes I think are only thirty minutes. Um, okay, and uh, I think the finale is a little bit longer. I think the opening is a little bit longer, but then they kind of keep them nice and tight. And yeah, there was only one episode that even remotely felt a little bit fillery to me. Do you know what I mean? Like I was like, well, yeah, like. I can feel some of the filler coming in now, but that was it. There was just one episode like that, um, which I think is pretty good. Usually you get a little bit more than that. Um, yeah. See, it's like with Netflix shows, because they can be any length they want with an episode. A lot of times they do, they push it too far. Yeah. And know? I think I remember, it works remember, best but, when it's just what it needs to be. Um, yeah. <laughs> like that, that arrested development season they did on Netflix was, was like, wow, they, they, they should have, they should have just stuck to that 30, 30 minutes is perfect for an arrested development episode. And you shouldn't go and, over that. And I have to admit, I've never seen arrested development, the new one or the original. Okay. One. I, I am so behind. And I, I didn't, I only caught bits of the office on rerun years later. I, yeah, I've, never I've, I've only seen the British office. I haven't seen the American one. I haven't so. even seen the, I've never seen an episode of the British office. I'm talking, okay. just even the, as I've caught in bits of the American office because they were playing it on Comedy Central or something or TBS late at night. Yeah. And, and now I don't even bother. Like I used to do this thing where I would leave TBS on in the background and I might catch bits and pieces of things. And I felt like I was uh, like aware part, part of what's of on TV. But now I don't <laughs> even do that, so. No, same same with me. You're right. I, uh, I I I don't do the background television thing anymore. But I guess some of the other stuff I've been doing, um, you know, again, mainly movies. I've been rewatching a lot of the old Stephen Chow movies, um, 
and so you know like i started sort of you know shaolin soccer and back uh yeah and that's been that's been really enjoyable because those are you know those are the kind of movies you watch them and then you watch them again five years later and it's great and uh and so i kind of you know shaolin soccer is one of these ones that i i remember when it first came out i rented it and i loved it and then i just you know every so often i'd go back and watch it and um you know as i went and watched king of comedy and king of cookery again and uh king of beggars and just some of the older uh older stuff i think i got started because i i rewatched chinese odyssey not too long ago and that got me back watching his movies again um, yeah yeah but, but uh yeah i with Stephen chow all i've seen is uh kung fu hustle and that that was great i, mean, I really i keep telling i've got to watch more Stephen chow and i i, I haven't done it yet that but, that uh, is I, a really good movie i think that's you know possibly one of his best movies um it's definitely the most it's the most friendly to anybody that you know isn't as into all that stuff do you know what i mean um yeah but his other movies are really good. Uh, Shaolin Soccer is great. I definitely think people you know check out Shaolin Soccer. If I've, you don't, like, I've got that queued up on one of my one of my streaming services, so I will get to that very soon. Yeah, and that's got um, Vicky Zhao in it too, who's great. She's a I, I love her in, in movies, and uh, um, and it's got some nice cameos, and you know there's, there's like uh, you know there's like a sort of like a group of actors that often work with him that that appear yeah. in that one. Um, I think a lot of them were in Kung Fu Hustle too. And, uh, but, uh, I think are there, they, they have a few of his movies on Netflix. I think, um, I would, I would, I would definitely recommend, um, I think King of Comedy is a great movie. It's not quite as funny as some of his other films, but it's got a lot of heart to it. And, uh, I like King of Beggars too. Um, and, uh, and some of the stuff he's produced as well, like the journey, journey to the West, conquering the demons, that's mm-hmm. a that's a really good movie. The movie Mermaid, I really enjoyed. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I would, uh, uh, you know, the, and he, and he's got a bunch of movies that are like wuxia movies and stuff that are that are also worth watching. But um, but the, yeah, well, you sent me a big list of movies, and I've like I've, <laughs> I've added into my list all on Prime and uh, and on uh, on on Netflix. So basically, as soon as I am done with this. Uh, you know, like I said, I, pretty much every show I'm watching is going off the air in the next mm. uh, next week or so. So then, then I'll be I'll be beginning my my film festival binge. Okay, no, that's you. The only thing to keep out for is um, sometimes I've noticed the prime stuff comes down after a while. Um, yeah, I so know. I there's know. Uh, there's always that risk with uh, with I'll, the prime uh, stuff. Um, like I think they used to have butterfly and sword. I don't think they have that anymore. Um, I have I have a pretty good DVD copy of that one though, so that's uh that's a uh, but um but yeah you know it, it I mean it's a it's a good it, I think Prime is the best for that stuff right now um so yeah it is from based on trying to fill out my list there it's definitely the best but um they uh yeah they I mean they they do a good job with old movies Netflix is more into making their TV shows now than than having yeah. old movies that's for sure though I will say there are some questionable transfers up on prime i have seen some movie, like I, I we did a review of another review a discussion of the swordsman 2 the other day and the yeah. version they have on there is so terrible like so bad and uh, uh like visually it just doesn't look right the subs are fine and all that but it doesn't look right um and if you go and you actually see like a normal version of the movie it lo- i mean the, the it's one of these movies that's actually filmed very well do you know what i mean but you would never know it 
because it's um it's cropped like a square so it looks like an old vhs mm. version or an sd version and you can barely see the details of what's going on but if you if you if you see a clean version of it you can see the wires do you know what I mean? you can see the wires oh, wow. in the, and you can't <laughs> see any of that in the the muddy version so um uh but getting your hands on a clean dvd can sometimes be i think a little tricky too um so i guess yeah. you know if you want to see it you know you want you got to watch what's available um yeah and actually i don't think swordsman 2 is available on regular prime i think i got it on one of those other channels that they have and i did the um oh, okay do you know what i mean like the yeah. fandor or whatever channel that they've been uh, breaking things up into but uh but it's been um, it's been almost an hour, and I actually have to go get my wife coffee. So that's probably important. I, so I, you know, or I'll have to file for divorce or something. So oh, okay. um, <laughs> so I will. Uh, uh, you know, we'll be back on next week. Big finale. Is the, now is the finale a longer episode? Is it going to be like over forty five minutes? I have no idea. I haven't heard anything on that. Okay. So we'll, well see all right so we'll do the finale and we'll 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 have a discussion on that and then when we can reconnect with with nick we'll do uh what are we gonna do a uh, robot was that the next we're episode? doing a robot we're jumping back to the beginning of baker okay yeah. all right so that's exciting because i saw a clip of that and i'm like i really want to see this episode it's a controversial one but i like it well so. i just saw a picture of the robot and it, i just I, like, <laughs> I gotta see this episode i gotta see yeah it. i know it could go in any number of directions oh it's, it's on the cheesy side but i find that it is in a good way so okay yeah i'm very excited about it and uh <laughs> so all right so so we'll be back on and until then we'll catch you later